0: hey guys welcome back to the illest podcast it's me roni and my co-host will over here
1: what's up everybody
0: um <laughs> so i've been feeling a little bit better so i'm gonna sort of take over today uh, or start us off i guess not take over yeah. <laughs> um Today I sort of wanted to update you guys or at least start off with a little update about what I've been going through postation because I'm not sure how much I went I got into that in the past few weeks. I've been yeah. everything's slightly a blur. Okay. So um basically I I have my good days, I have my bad days, or or technically every day I have good and bad, you know? So Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. It's a mix yeah, of both.
0: Yeah. So I'm like one factor that that goes into play right now is the fact that I'm really weak. I've been in the hospital laying in a bed for like three weeks. So it makes sense that you're, mm. you just need to get, your, gain some strength back um, Yeah, and endurance and all of that. Um, also I went into like an adrenal insufficiency crisis, I guess you could call it. So in general, my body is just um, working its way back from that Um I am going to see a specialist regarding that new diagnosis in a few weeks. And then I can sort of update you guys as to what it means and like how yeah. I proceed forward from like from, with that diagnosis in life and stuff. And then I'll, I'll explain that all once I know more. Um, but yeah, uh, thirdly, I guess my days get really bad when I go into withdrawal, um, because I was on a lot of pain meds in the hospital like iv constant um like fentanyl basically Uh, i was getting fentanyl so it's really strong and then you go home and i chose to not be on um the the long-term pain meds but rather the short term because it's going to be harder to like i'm going to deal with more withdrawal but i know it's going to be easier for me to get off quickly if that makes sense does that make sense
1: yeah yeah because like, yeah you get off in a shorter yeah, amount of time sh- than if you did the long-term ones yeah the yeah. long-term
0: ones are the ones that like you take and over a matter of a certain amount of hours they shoot like they get the pain med is released into your body um
1: yeah like a slow yeah, release exactly. capsule or
0: something. and you don't yeah. have to keep taking the med um and then the short term is like something that is released right away and it goes away within a matter of hours a couple two to three hours mm. it's like out of my system already um Nice. yeah so I chose maybe it was dumb of me because I'm going through more withdrawal, but I did choose the short term the short acting I mean um and so I've been dealing with some withdrawal, but every day I do what's what's great is that every day I notice that walking gets a little bit easier and my day to day life gets I can brush my teeth standing up I don't need them to bring me like a little bowl to my bed with a toothbrush mm-hmm. and toothpaste and water um so I'm feeling more like a person every day uh okay that's just short-term updates but (laughs) I also wanted to say that like this will sort of lead us into the topic of the day um which is what thoughts that I have while I'm going through these hard times are like Mm -hmm. regarding dating or love life or relationships or like Basically, why would anyone like? I don't even go on the. I don't open the apps typically if I'm single. Like I'll be on the apps yeah. or whatever dating apps to find try to meet someone.
1: To like Tinder, Hinge, yeah, stuff like yeah that.
0: to try to like find like someone like for a boyfriend basically, and now I'm not even on it because it's like I don't so many reasons. Like why would anyone want to get involved with someone while they're in the thick of it? You know, like while they're really, mm-hmm. like I'm just like wait a few more weeks, a month, so you're back to your normal or better and then and then go, get back to it and stuff like that and I, and, and then I have all these thoughts that I'm like am I wrong like is that why should I care like uh, there's ups and downs and like yeah like I don't know I just get really confused but a lot of the thoughts that I have are pretty negative about myself and why anyone would want to get involved with me at this time and all of that and yeah. so yeah. that's why I was hoping to talk about Dating today. Um, Heck yeah. yes.
1: This will be great. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> like, I was just, just like both of us, we could talk about like what we've been through. I know we've had an episode before, like to tell or not to tell, the Tinder edition like an episode yeah. or something, um, which this sort of relates to that. But I think I'm going to go into more detail and sort of reiterate yeah. things that we've said back then for people who didn't hear it. Um, but number one it starts with loving and accepting yourself first like you Mm -hmm. can't go into like that's obvious you can't go into or i think it's obvious (laughs) you can't go into a relationship whether you're healthy not healthy like disabled like you know it doesn't matter what you are you can't go into a relationship without loving yourself first because how can you love someone else if you don't even love yourself like you won't know how to love them and then Yeah. yeah anyway um so I feel like you have to start by sort of rebuilding your confidence, um, reminding yourself like what you have to offer a potential partner, like what are all the mm-hmm. traits that you value about most about yourself, and I was thinking yeah. like you could write a list about all these things that, that make you great or the things that you love about yourself or what you know, even if it, you
1: just need to gas yourself yeah, up. Exactly, yeah.
0: we always say that, like <laughs> exactly, gas <Gosh> yourself <laughs> up. Write down like a little. Like, make a little list, journal entry, whatever, and and repeat those things back to yourself, like, so that you really believe them. Because sometimes you're like, I like my eyes, but, like, I want you to believe that. Like, I want you to look at your eyes and be like, holy hell, that is so, that's, like, you're gorgeous. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to, to believe that about yourself. And it starts with, unfortunately, you don't always believe that. But it, you can get, you can yeah. believe it. Just like repeat it to yourself. It sounds stupid, but like make a list, repeat it to yourself. Other things that you can do to like um, find that acceptance within yourself for what you've been through and love yourself, Um, return to like activities that you used to love Mm -hmm. pre-cancer. I know not everyone can do that. Like, for example, me, I'm physically limited now and I can't do the things that I used to love to do, like dancing and stuff like that or sports or running, exercise, you can't do that anymore. So I was thinking like outside the box, like a painting class or like, if you can paint, I don't know. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or like an online course, something you've always wanted to learn, but for fun, nothing that's like rigorous studying, just like something you're doing for yourself. My dad yeah. watches nonstop videos where like, I'm like, why are you enjoying this? He loves all day. He just listens to videos where he's just learning. But I mean it's like science and it's it's pretty difficult. Yeah. Um for me it's like you'd have to I'd have to study it to remember it, but he really enjoys it. But you could just choose something that you enjoy. It doesn't have to be difficult. Um,
1: getting back to pre-cancer activities, I yeah. like that. Especially like with me right now, I'm trying to get back into like school and stuff, and I would definitely say as I've started to do things that were a part of my old life, but are obviously with a new taste or flavor in my mm-hmm. life. So I'm kind of doing school a different way yeah. now. Um, I can definitely say it's giving me more confidence in myself and like where I am and like
0: yeah. where I'm going. So yeah, I feel the same way too. When I get back to things that I was doing before, it makes me feel like I'm progressing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It makes mm-hmm. me feel like
0: I'm not like locked down, stuck in this one place
1: stagnant exactly. state yeah, yeah exactly
0: um and then once you've like gotten that stuff down i know it might not be perfect you might not love yourself completely but like you're, you're gonna keep working on that throughout you know your life but you start to consider what you want in a partner like not just yourself but what you want in them yeah and you don't yeah. want to just date someone because they're willing to date you you know like sometimes yeah. sometimes not just people settle sometimes thinking like i don't deserve more than this because you know i have problems and that's not true and like i don't want you to settle um you choose the person that you have an actual connection with just like you would have if you didn't have cancer uh you you know you base yeah i think that you should go for the exactly what you would go for um if you didn't have cancer or had you know yeah yeah
1: don't let cancer be like the deciding factor right of like whether you do that relationship yeah Yeah. i mean of
0: course you look for someone i feel like once you have cancer you start looking for someone that has grown a bit more like you have in life maybe correct yeah 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 dealt with some struggles (laughs) but like
1: what what amy and i always say is like chronic illness loves chronic illness like like you know because you want someone that understands what you're going through. And if you're not able to find someone who can remotely understand what you're going through, it's really hard for patient like chronic illness patients like us or like, you know, CRPS, whatever that may be to relate to people and like f- have that deeper connection. Yeah, 100%. You
0: know? Um, I agree. Like, even if it's not a, not a person with another chronic illness, it's someone who's been through struggles, someone who's been through. something.
1: Correct. Correct. Some sort of, some sort of like, yeah. Uh, trauma or yeah. something like we, i i mean everyone's goes through trauma like let's be real yeah. folks but, but someone who's yeah, grown from something it like <laughs> that. <laughs> correct that no that's a very yeah. good point that is the key piece is you want someone who's grown from that trauma not someone who has remained in that
0: yeah trauma. i mean it's okay if i'm still going that... through the thick of it but i mean like someone who as a per, like they're they're more they're wiser because of it they're not just like like yeah. i don't know being um
1: victim or like yeah
0: exactly or 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 like doing dangerous things or like you know I don't know okay yeah Um, yeah anyway um next that I was thinking was like addressing body image issues um because those are Mm -hmm. like within a cancer survivor you know we have our body has changed you know we have scars we have um stretch marks we have like prosthetic limbs you know um, and yeah. I feel like that's something that you need to work on um because when you bring that with you into a relationship um that you have to, ch- yeah. not to' change it i mean mentally like working on it, accepting it um mm-hmm. and so I know there are like sexual health programs in many hospitals that help um cancer patients and survivors deal with like bodily changes that they have, like image issues, you know um yeah my hospital has one uh Sloan Kettering has one which is my hospital um or you could I remember once I was offered to speak to a sex therapist who specialized in like cancer survivors or patients or other diseases you know you could look for someone like that interesting um yeah um, yeah and of course like the scars and everything they just make they can make you feel insecure and uncomfortable with your own body um, so these programs might really be helpful to start accepting some of it. You know, well, yeah, definitely, that took yeah. me a long time, you guys, to like accept my scars. And and then I still am accepting it. But I noticed like every time the only people who see it are like my best friends or like my boyfriend or someone. And, and no one has ever cared. They're always like, this is fine. And I'm like, no, yeah. I'm like, don't tell me this is fine. <laughs> no yeah yeah i just going to work on it um it gets better uh i promise <gasps> um and then so you sort of have to also plan when you have the talk which is opening up about your diagnosis
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not just opening up about yeah. your diagnosis but like what do you say about the diagnosis like details wise how many details yeah. do you give some people like to wait like two to three months to like tell someone that mm-hmm. they're dating that they have or had cancer and some people like to do yeah. it right away. Um, and there's yeah. a struggle sometimes to find a balance between like when, like when the exactly right time to do it is. And what's, right. I feel like yeah, everyone is different um, when it's right. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I've definitely talked about this before. I'm that type of person that says everything right away. Like I will give a novel of yeah. all of my problems. The first time we, our first conversation <laughs> i don't know if that's good yeah. but that's how i sort of eliminate people who are not immediately down for that you know yeah correct that's my, yeah, pro- yeah. my process of I elimination just that's how it goes <laughs> um i i you know, yeah
1: what i would I, oh i was gonna say i think the more the closer you are to maybe like your treatment is probably the earlier you want to say it and the farther out you are from treatment you can probably wait to say it you know like if you're if you're years out of treatment like you're probably you know kind of back to your normal self and you can probably wait a while before you have to bring that topic up but like if you're like obviously bald and like going through it like it's it's going to be pretty hard to avoid that conversation so yeah I just think that can kind of be your gauge too on like if you're confused on when yeah you
0: should I agree them. also for me it's like I'm past cancer but I have other issues that I'm dealing with because of the cancer so for me it's like I have to exactly I have to be up with them you yeah, have like to bring have, it up I come in with yeah. a cane or a walk or whatever it is like they're gonna be like what the hell why didn't you tell me like yeah Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. um so I'm like one of those people that says it right away like We've said this before on the Tinder episode, but I want to say it again, um, just for those who are wondering, like on a dating app, I'll put in my profile, mm-hmm. I'll make it very clear. One, I'm a cancer survivor. Two, I'm relearning how to walk. Like I'll make those very clear.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I, I guess I'll give an example. I've done this before, but for those who haven't heard, um, like my Hinge profile said, like there was like two truths and a dare one. And I made it fun and light. I, yeah. did, I don't make it like so intense so that people are uncomfortable. I hope I try to make it light and fun sure. so that they know I'm easygoing and not so serious about like, not I don't know, like not trying to freak anyone out. But my two truths in a lie mm-hmm. was like, I've piloted a private jet before. I met Drake and Justin Bieber on the same night. And uh, I beat cancer's ass. <laughs> so those, <laughs> So I feel like it's kind of obvious.
1: Wait. What's, the, what's lie the lie is the drinking beaver? Oh, I see. I just knowing you, that would not yeah. surprise me. I know, right? Be that's why
0: everyone thinks that one's the truth, <laughs> that, that one's and it's not. It, that's why I used it because I was like, everyone's gonna think this is true. Um, the private yeah. jet was like for five minutes, I just like they put me in the in the pilot seat and I were like telling me to do things, and I was like, yay, <laughs> yeah, um, I did yeah. that.
1: I did you that. did, yeah oh no no no! i'm just saying that's like that's what you like were thinking strange. like the yeah i did no. that
0: what's okay. up so that's some no. like an example of me being like fun and light about it but i also have in like another pro- mm-hmm. like there's another i don't is it like tinder maybe it wasn't tinder something like tinder where like you have a profile you just have a profile you don't have all these like prompts where it's like two two and a lot you don't have those okay. and there i was i just straight up say like i'm a cancer survivor i'm And I'm learning how to walk, relearning how to walk. Badass, I know. Something like where I make light of it. Um, Yeah. yeah, So that's something that I do. Um, I also had, like, I've had once, years ago, I was dating a guy for like Mm -hmm. two or three weeks. Like really, really early. Um, We hadn't hung out. Mm -hmm. I was young then. So it's not like we were hanging out 24 seven. We hung out like a few times. Um, He was still getting to know me. And then at one point he came up to me and he was like, "I can't believe you didn't tell me that you're taking like pain meds still, and you're, you're you don't have cancer anymore." And I was like, in in my mind that wasn't even like like I, I told him all these things. There were some things that haven't yet come up just because in life, like nothing you can't say everything yeah. at once. You you just don't even think about it. And that was one of the things that yeah. I just didn't even think about. It was just like, yeah, I take pain yeah. meds. Like I have my joints are all collapsing. Like I have severe chronic pain it wasn't like a little bit i yeah. was still paralyzed i was in a wheelchair um and he like freaked out he was like i had a cousin that had cancer and they didn't take pain meds after the cancer was done and um it's
1: like well I'm yeah not i cousin, was like of, <laughs> that's
0: actually that was the moment i was like wow this is over i was like i can't date someone yeah like that's so like ignorant i felt like i was trying to explain it to him and he was just like really mad and just like a healthy yeah. person, you physically can't say everything at once. Like, it takes you a few weeks for them to get to know you, if not a few months. Like, you're not going to know, of course, my favorite, like, what vitamins I take at night for, like, until you, like, sleep over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah.
0: It was weird, but I get, um, so I, I basically what I'm trying to say is it's a struggle to find that balance. Like, because sometimes they won't take it well. Like, if you wait, like, it's hard. Like, what do you think about mm-hmm. that? Like, when, when would you say like as a survivor, like you're past cancer, like when would you say is like the best time? Do you, is there a best time? Like, what do you think?
1: I think that, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm also kind of in your boat where I think the sooner the better, just because, you know, these people at our age, at least when you're a young adult folks, like you're not just looking for someone that you're dating around and maybe you are, maybe you're just dating around and maybe you don't want to, marriage or serious relationship or kids but like I always come back to like the kids conversation like it's if this is someone I want to have kids with like they need to know at like what what is going to be a possibility you know and once you have cancer even though you're in remission or you're cancer-free for a certain period of time like there's always that opportunity that there's still a genetic you know thing that's passed Mm on so like and I don't know. Maybe some people are like, you know what? I don't want that in my, you know, future yeah. genetics, and that's okay. Like that's fine. Like that relationship isn't for you, and obviously you aren't for that person, which is or totally you guys can okay. Adopt but together. <laughs> um, exactly, exactly. But you, you're just gonna yeah. save yourself time. You're gonna save yourself hurt if you just, I think personally, just getting out oh, of the good. way and just being like, hey. This was a crazy thing that I went through and followed up with like you know asking them, you know like what what crazy thing have you been through? you know what's the most or craziest adversity you've faced in your life, and that's a really good way to just break the ice and just get down all the you know built yeah. walls that you have I so. agree,
0: and like what would you say about how much detail to give like do you say like when do you tell them that you have like six chemo treatments left, or when do you tell them?" That like, you, you're still on remission. You're not like cancer free. You don't have about five years yet. Like, when do you say, when do you say that yeah. it caused side effects? Like,
1: yeah, I think I think that like the, in regards to like where you are in treatment and stuff, I think that would be something you just say right away, right? Like, because I'm sure they were going to follow up and ask, like, oh, like where are you in treatment and like where are you in this and that and like that would be a pretty easy conversation to have. Like, you can just update them on your current status, but in regards to like the details, like for example, Roni, like the side effects and different things you're having, you know um, like that, that can either be upfront or you could wait a little bit, you know, if it's pertinent to the conversation, you know, if it's something like walking, right. Like that's obviously pretty, pretty like pertinent to the conversation. Like you should talk about that. So, but if it's something like, I don't know, like I have erectile dysfunction or something like that, like, for which sure. is possible for yeah. guys <laughs> i experienced yeah. it a little bit like it, it, but it would like happen.
0: it's like women too we have like um difficulty like getting aroused it's like the thing
1: yeah yeah and so like and like if you're facing those types of things like obviously you don't need to tell someone that yeah, on the fucking first date but like yeah. it's not pertinent um, so wait
0: can yeah. we what were you gonna to say? stop and re- and continue because can we stop for a second i'm stopping it okay Okay. True. Yeah. Um, so I just have like another question about this topic for you. Is it hiding? Is it like hiding something to not be upfront and direct about it? I know how I feel. That's a good question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. Is it hiding? I mean, not if, not if you're just honest about answering the questions when they're asked, you know? And I mean, I mean, if they they're not asking for juicy details, then you don't have to give those yet. If you're not comfortable with that, mm-hmm. um, if they are asking, I mean, it's really up to you what you feel yeah. you you know they deserve to know. And if this is someone that you're like really interested in, and you know you're like things have been going well, like go ahead and give the juicy beats. Yeah. But if it's but if it's not, then yeah. This this comes back to a point of just, like, I read it in a book or recently read Jay Shetty's, Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk and it talks about not giving your trust away. Like, don't just give them all these details and all these things about you. Um, mm-hmm. Make them earn, yeah. you know? so do you, so count, that make do you them...
0: count, like, the cancer diagnosis, like, knowing about the cancer as, like, something that you, you sh- they need to earn to know?
1: Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Okay. I'd say so, yeah, because... Especially if you're a survivor and stuff like that and like um uh, far out. If you're in the middle of it then I mean they're probably gonna know. Yeah. Um <laughs> nobody's gonna know. The they're gonna know. <laughs> you know, like the TikToks yeah, I down. <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> so, um fun. yeah, what do you think? Go ahead. Do
0: um I know do I hiding? don't think it's I don't I don't think it's hiding. Um I can't think that way for me specifically because I'm the type of person to want to say it right away I feel like mm-hmm. I'm hiding something if I don't say it but I don't feel that other people are hiding something if they don't say it right away it's like if Same. somebody has like a mental health issue like or uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry mental health illness and like they might not say it right away and that's something that impacts their entire life yeah. and they might not say and that's okay and that's not hiding it we can't like we no. can't consider ourselves to be different. Like somebody might have a huge trauma where they were like I'm saying something really terrible right now just because that was the first thing that popped into my head for some reason. But like sexually assaulted when they were young. That's huge.
1: Yeah. And yeah. they might
0: not want to say that right away. And yeah. that's their prerogative. And that's
1: That's yeah. okay. And yeah.
0: It's not hiding it. It's like you decide when to open up. But what I also want to say is some people might not want to open up about it because they're embarrassed they're ashamed or they'll they'll, they're afraid that the other person will see it as a burden and I want to Mm -hmm. say that having had cancer makes you really cool and unique and like that person is going to find you extra great that right person is going to find you yeah that much cooler or whatever wiser or whatever it is because you went through cancer and 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 I, I don't want you to, I don't want people listening to see it as like, I don't know, exactly. I don't want them to see.
1: We've talked about that before. It's like, like you know, a lot of people, yeah, people can feel like, you know, going into a relationship that a diagnosis or some sort of trauma or adversity that you face can be baggage that's going to affect the relationship. Now, yes, what you've gone through is going to affect your relationship, but if you've grown from that trauma, it's only going to benefit the relationship. Exactly. If you're able to, you know, if you've, you've gone through the sexual assault, you've gone through this chronic illness and you've been able to learn from it, gain wisdom from it, yep. um, and you're able to impart that on another person, like that's very beautiful. And that, and that vulnerability, yep. just, just as much as you want to protect your trust and, you know, give small amounts at a time, mm-hmm. you also need to be able to be vulnerable to gain their trust as well. So don't forget about, you know, it's a, it's a fine balance of also being willing yourself to To open up up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I actually, someone I saw on an app, someone said like, I, I open up when, when you're vulnerable, like they wrote that on, on their profile, which I thought was, which I thought was cool to say, but also, um, but yeah, like we all feel like we're back like what we have is, is baggage sometimes like what we're dealing with. Like I just said, I'm dealing with all this stuff post hospital, like being in the hospital and just feeling weak and not being myself. Yeah. And immediately I feel like, yeah. like a burden, but I know that when I'm feeling good, I'm feeling like my normal and my best. Uh, I know how much I have to offer and what I bring to a relationship. It's just like,
1: yeah.
0: sometimes you, you know, you can't, you don't always remember that, but I know what I have to offer. Yeah. I want everyone to remember what they have to offer, always, not when, not, not only when they're feeling good, but also when you're feeling bad. Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah, like a a funny thing that like <laughs> Amy Amy will always be always like apologize for quote unquote complaining about her pain or things um, that are going on, and I I always laugh to myself and I'm like Amy, you don't have to apologize for that. Like you're talking to someone who like literally gets yeah. it, like who understands like. And bless her heart, I appreciate her apologizing and stuff like that Mm because obviously sometimes she has really hard days. But on the other end of that token, like I know in my heart that she doesn't have to apologize for that because, like, I, I get, and and like that is okay. And so I just think about, you know, the people that feel like their stuff might be baggage. It might not be, especially if you meet the right person. It might just be something that they get.
0: The people who I've always felt like this could be my potential husband were the ones who said, like, when I said the cancer thing, they were like, wow, that makes you, like, so much more amazing in my eyes. But, like, people who said yeah, that yeah. to me, that's when I was like, yeah. potential husband. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. so,
1: <laughs>
0: that's how I know, I, like, this person yeah. is special. When, it
1: shows a lot of exactly, maturity. It's, yeah, it
0: all, Exactly. It shows that they understand how, I don't know, how much... I've learned from it as a person. Like, it's not just some, it's not a burden. It's something that brought, I mean, yeah, it was hell. It was horrible. But I learned so much. It made me really, like, I can say I'm a great person.
1: (laughs) I can say, like, I
0: now feel like I know so much, so much more, so much things I wouldn't have known. So, like, people our age don't get that opportunity, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm calling cancer an opportunity right now. I don't mean the cancer itself, but I mean what you learn from it you know exactly Um, yeah
1: boom (laughs) like nice
0: and so like lastly just to like sum it up um you don't need to be afraid of having this talk with that person um you can practice in advance what you're going to say and while you can't control Mm -hmm. their reaction you can control how you deliver the message um
1: there you go and how you react to their reaction, yeah. right? Like yeah. if they, if they like, if they're really stuck up and like rude, like yeah, peace. peace, like, yeah. and you That's don't that. even have to you, you know what you bring to the table. Yeah, you know, exactly. like peace out, dude. You're not. Yeah,
0: like I know yeah. I take everything to heart, but I want to tell you guys, like, if someone doesn't want to be with you because of what you've been through, thank you. Next, like, just try yeah. not to even dwell. They've, on
1: they've it. done it. They've done you a service.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's your one, like step closer to the person you're meant to be with like I always say when things don't work out to my friends like that was a necessary thing that like relationship that you had to be in to learn whatever it is that will bring you to the relationship you're meant to be in you know does that make sense like it's things that it's like um leveling up like each level might not be the one but you're leveling up and you're gonna get to that right one eventually like failure does not mean that you're not going to succeed. It just means you're one step closer to succeeding.
1: I like that. That's how I see it.
0: And yeah, that's, (laughs) that's all I had for today. Um, But uh, I guess we'll wrap it up from here. Will, do you want to add anything before I say goodbye?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say like, even, you know, when we talk about like loving yourself and all these different things, like, I'll be the first to tell you, like, I'm still trying to figure all that shit out. And, like, just recently I've had the realization in my own relationship that I'm having a very, very, very hard time moving on and trusting others, not just myself, but others because of what cancer has done to my trust with myself. Like, obviously, cancer kind of makes you not be able to trust your own body. You can't trust what it does. You stop trusting how it operates, you know, this is something that's keeping you alive. And all of a sudden it's rebelling Mm -hmm. against you, you know? And so it makes it very, very hard, at least for me to not only trust myself, but trust other people. And that just impacts everything that goes through. But recently I've really tried to start working through that and understanding that, you know, I can, by doing the different things, by progressing, by going to school, right. Regaining the confidence, learning to love myself again, Mm -hmm. correct. And learning to trust myself again, it's giving me a lot more confidence and a lot more trust and a lot more just, I don't know, just patience and honesty in the relationship that I have that that's, that would be like my best advice for it all is just like slowly work at things and pay attention to how you feel and um, chip away at these like feelings and emotions that you're feeling around relationships and stuff. Cause they're hard and it's definitely not hard or it's definitely hard with yeah exactly they're hard
0: to begin with and then you got to add what you're dealing with Um, yeah exactly but but it's it's doable and lots of survivors and patients are in very happy relationships so yeah we can do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but anyway thank you guys so much for listening i'm really happy that i'm that today i was having a good enough day to sort of um speak a little bit more (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah record and talk and chat yeah Yeah.
0: um but all right thank you guys so much for listening if you've been enjoying um any of our episodes please leave us like a rating review on in the apple store um yeah we love you guys thank you so much um stay ill
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, stay ill peace guys. guys thanks you know